0: it's time for you to add value. This episode is brought to you by the newly released book, The Entrepreneur Mindset Shift, Growth Characteristics of Success by Robert C. Peterson. Available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at addvalue2life.com shift. My guest today is Dennis Yu. Dennis is a former Yahoo search engineer who optimized ads and analytics across search and social platforms. He's taken his passion for digital marketing and turned it into a training to create good jobs for aspiring digital marketers. Dennis's personal mission centers around mentorship. He teaches from his experience, helping people from all walks of life grow their expertise in digital marketing, and he shares his insights from managing campaigns for the Golden State Warriors, Nike, and Rosetta Stone. Dennis' mission is to provide education at no cost to young adults to become certified digital marketers by driving leads and sales through managing ad campaigns for enterprise clients like the Golden State Warriors, Nike, and Rosetta Stone. Dennis talks about digital marketing standards for small businesses to know exactly what to expect. He also shares about his mission to create 1 million jobs globally. Well, Dennis, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. Awesome, Robert. My pleasure. So typically I let everybody share a little bit about their entrepreneurial journey and and how they got started into doing what they're doing.
1: Well, I'm a search engine engineer. I built the analytics at a search engine 20 years ago. And I've learned so much about digital marketing that I wanna give back and create lots of jobs in the same way that I got mentored and I got a lot of training. So in the last 20 years, we've been really fortunate to create training together with GoDaddy and Fiverr and Instagram and FusionSoft, all the big players in digital marketing. And I think the next wave of entrepreneurship is gonna be for the young adults that are doing social media. So you can see launching next month, a training that Jake Paul and I have created together called the financialfreedommovement.com. And with things like COVID that have accelerated the development digital, there's no better time for entrepreneurship, whether you're a young adult or a not so young adult.
0: (laughs) Well, I definitely agree with you there, love entrepreneurship. And I believe entrepreneurs are going to save the world, but I, I really don't want to miss this, this message of your, your passion or your desire to create jobs. So let's dig a little deeper into your personal mission to create jobs.
1: What would you like to know?
0: I I mean, just share the goal and, and share all the cool things that are happening because of the goal, I guess.
1: Well, Robert, think back to the beginning of modern medicine back when there were leeches and cavemen and witch doctors, and there wasn't real science. So there had to be a standard. There had to be measurement. There had to be x-rays and blood tests and medical schools, right? Or go back to the days of before commercial aviation, before you could just hop on an airplane and go somewhere. People needed to be certified as pilots, right? Would you get on a plane if the pilot didn't go to flight school? If well, it was I hope not. Airline. Let's say we just started, you know, Peterson and U airlines and we offered $1 flights anywhere across the world. We had brand new Boeing 777 aircraft. Would you get that, get on that flight for a dollar?
0: I, I I suppose not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I, get, I, I Yeah. You'd have to know the value, right? I guess there's a, You'd have to know that the companies, you know, Peterson and you got some education.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not going to crash. Or the same thing if you and I started a hospital and we offered surgeries for a dollar or half off if you buy by Friday or whatever. And we used to, imagine all the marketing tactics that you see, all the entrepreneur nonsense about all the secrets and Lamborghinis and that kind of stuff. Imagine if doctors or pilots talk that way. It'd be ridiculous, right?
0: I'm, I'm with you. You, you were speaking to my heart.
1: <laughs> Therefore, I believe that an entrepreneurship, especially in digital marketing where it's measurable, there need to be standards. Oh. So I'm not saying the government or the FDA needs to come in and you know create a governing body, that kind of thing, but there have to be measurable standards. So when you look at the top organizations like digital marketer, which is a top one in digital marketing or social media examiner, which is the top one in social media, there's clear standards. There are people that are experts. There's checklists that you can follow. And we're really fortunate to be aligned with these other people. So the people who have done something repeatedly and have a checklist around it are publishing those checklists for free and sharing it, right? Can you imagine if you needed to get some kind of surgery at a hospital and the surgeon said, oh, no, that's a real secret how we do that particular kind of procedure, right? You're like, no, it's I can get it on YouTube. I should be able to buy the book. I should be able to go to medical school and they've got textbooks. It's not like all the doctors are huddled around saying, I've got the, the secret on how you do an appendicitis, right? Or whatever it is, right? Appendectomy, whatever, right? There's no secret. So there, there, there are no secrets in entrepreneurship, just like there's no secrets in flying an aircraft, right? So we just need to flush out all the garbage, all the charlatans and parasites and other people hawking all kinds of entrepreneurial nonsense and say, there's open standards, you can follow people who've done anything that you want to do. Someone has done it before. You can follow their recipe. you like chocolate chip cookies? follow the recipe
0: right oh that's that's such an important foundation, right? Obviously, the charlatans make money and i in fact had this conversation yesterday on the show that um. I think a majority of those folks proclaiming to be digital marketers believe themselves to be experts. And I, and I believe that they believe what they're doing is yeah. is helping people, even though they're operating at the highest level that they know, and they don't understand the standards and they don't, they're still kind of like that surgeon offering mm-hmm. surgery in the garage at half price. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Bobby,
1: Robert, you needed some kind of, you know, heart surgery or something. Right. And let's say I'm a good friend of yours, and I really, really am a good person, and I care for you, and I spend the whole weekend, Saturday and Sunday, studying how to do heart surgery. I watch every YouTube video. I pray beforehand. I have a positive mindset, that whole kind of thing, and then do the operation. What do you think would happen?
0: Um, You and I would no longer be. I would no
1: longer be. (laughs) You'd be dead. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I had the best intentions, and I'm not an evil person, and I studied as hard as I could. I didn't just study from... You know, nine to five on Saturday. I studied like fifteen hours a day, right? And I watched the the gurus who said you can learn to be a heart surgeon if you just really pray hard enough, that kind of thing. And I, you might laugh, but this is a real problem. I
0: I agree with you. Yeah, I, my buddy
1: Philip do he is a massage therapist in San Diego, and he specializes in people that have chronic pain. He's done over seven thousand treatments, mm-hmm. and he's done it for eleven years he's really, really good at the one thing that he does, which is treating people who have posture issues because of chronic injury that like he's well studied that like he went to school for that, all that kind of stuff. Really, really good in that particular aspect of being a massage therapist. But he didn't know anything about marketing or business. Mm. So he hired this agency called Go Be Rewarded that's run by a salesman named Aaron Gobitis and gave this guy $12,500 a few weeks ago. This guy, who claimed to be a pro at digital marketing, took Aaron's $12,500 and when we had a chance to finally peek under the covers and look inside his website, look inside his assets, we saw there were zero new patients driven for that money. And this guy, Aaron Gobitis, Went on and on saying that what he did was legal because according to the contract, you know, he built a website and he made three social media posts a week and he did everything according to the checklist, which he did. And it was absolutely legal. And Philippe said, but I was desperate and I didn't know anything about digital marketing or internet marketing. The guy was using all these acronyms. So I just went ahead and trusted him with my life savings. Hmm. And Philippe went bankrupt because of this guy who took some course on how to be a digital marketer, he's not an evil person, but he's caused this this one guy and his wife, who's a massage therapist, to go out of business. Mm-hmm. How bad is that? What ha- what would happen if we actually had a standard, so people like that couldn't go into business,
0: right? Or or they were held to that standard, right? You could you could check. It's like an accountant. You know, if your accountant's doing a good job, if the IRS, you know. The IRS doesn't show up on your front door saying, "Oh, you haven't paid your taxes in three years. We're going to take you to jail." You know, you have standards. You know, there's accounting standards, and you can see it's measurable. So imagine, Robert,
1: that I wanted to be a weight loss coach, and I'm 200 pounds overweight. Would you believe me? (laughs) Or I wanted to be a public speaking coach, but I couldn't speak clearly, and I've never spoken on stage. If you googled me, let's say you could never see a single public speaking appearance. Would you trust Hmm. me to teach you how to be a public speaker? Hmm. Of course not. Then how many digital marketers out there that are selling courses on how you can be a millionaire and grow your business and become an influencer and all that, when you actually look them up, how many of them actually do the very thing they claim that they can do? Hmm. There's this one girl. I'll tell you one thing. I'll get off my soapbox after I tell you this one thing. Now you got me going. This one girl reached out to me and she said, Oh so you know I seen you're really good at scaling entrepreneurs and taking them to seven and eight figure businesses would you do it for my business I help people make their first million dollars and I said, oh really that's cool what's she said what's the fee for that I said a million dollars but I, I can't I can't afford that I can maybe afford a few hundred dollars or you know maybe later I can cut you in on the profit once become successful I just started this business because I took this Tony Robbins thing saying that if I just believed in myself, then I could convince other people to buy my thing and all that. I said, okay, so you've got a course on teaching people how to become a million dollars or make, make their first million dollars. You know what you need to do?
0: Make you your first million dollars. You need to take that course.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a friend just for fun. He had, he published a book. I think it was how to make your first million dollars just for fun. And he listed the price on Amazon for a million dollars.
0: Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. But there's, and you might laugh at that, but the majority of people that are doing digital marketing and social media marketing or entrepreneurship or whatever it is, they, they are in that same bucket. Hmm. They are benign. I don't say benign because they actually can hurt you, but they are unconscious charlatans. Like they mean well, but they're still ripping you off. It's still oh. the surgeon that means, well, they're still killing you.
0: Absolutely. So I, I'm a big fan of, of mentors and i think with standards obviously you, you would need mentoring opportunities to help create people that the people with experience share that experience with with the people that are trying to become experienced right and that's yeah. that's the power of mentorship um, so how do we how do we create these standards so that I, that's i guess my biggest frustration you know, Facebook ads, face digital marketing, this whole big giant black mm-hmm. hole that you can throw money in. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it was well, we got you a big list of names, but okay. really the big list of names was worthless because they weren't they weren't my ideal clients and they they mm-hmm. couldn't narrow down to 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 conversions, which ultimately mm-hmm. means it's a worthless list. That's right. <laughs> and yeah,
1: a lot and, of garbage, like a lot of followers or a lot of impressions or a lot of likes, but. Not it's hard to have a
0: marketer you know, and there's very few marketers out there that are, that are, you know, pay for conversion, right? Like Google is, Google understands pay per click. Google understands, Hey, if they click on it, that, that costs more, right? If, if they convert, that's worth more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think obviously marketers don't want to do pay per conversion. Cause then, then their, then their work is on the line, right?
1: <laughs> well, then there's stuff out of their control because that let's too. say I do a bunch of lead gen for a chiropractor. And I drive a whole bunch of clicks that turn into book calls and I can track the calls through call rail and these other sorts of call tracking systems, but they don't answer the phone or they don't know how to close the client or their front desk person was rude and lost the sale. Whose fault is that?
0: Right. I, so I agree watch? that there's, I there's, that there's two pieces to the, to the puzzle, right? Yeah. There's creating the leads. And then of course there's closing, closing the leads, but both tools can work together. And I think if you're, if you have standards, obviously you can test it and you can measure it, Yeah. right? And then same thing, if you drive 10 leads and they have a zero conversion rate, obviously you can have a conversation about, well, what's your sales call look like? What are, what questions are you asking? Yep. What, what Why are you driving these people away? Or are yep. you just answering the phone and putting them on hold? Yeah, so, exactly. So those two obviously have to work together. Yeah, and, it's a partnership. And there's a place where the digital marketer, marketer can say, I'm going to get you this number of qualified leads. Mm -hmm. And, and that's a fair thing for a company to ask a marketer for. Yeah. You can That's a standard, right? If
1: if they don't go to the gym, you can't blame the gym for that. Right.
0: Absolutely. But, but I think you mentioned standards and I think there are standards, there are checklists and it, and it doesn't have to be superfluous, right? Like this idea of, well, you've got, you know, 1400 followers now because, because of our marketing or, we put out a Facebook meme every, every other day. So you've added, you know, you've added 2000 friends, but those things don't become sales conversations.
1: Yeah. It's all vanity. Those are bogus
0: metrics. (laughs) And so, so how do we help increase the standard? How do we help entrepreneurs know that there can be a standard and that your digital marketers should be held accountable to a standard?
1: Easy. You publish the standards and you publish it through the lighthouse who is the most authoritative person in the industry so let's say that you're a real estate agent and you need more buyer and seller listings you want to sell more homes right then the person you probably respect or know the best is tom ferry hmm. so tom ferry and i have created a bunch of training on digital marketing a digital marketing master class so if you google that you'll see and we're sharing it completely openly it's completely free you can go to youtube and whatnot it's all right there it lists out exactly how to do these different pieces There's no need to put in an email address there's no secret we literally just go through all of that jason pantana is tom ferry's right hand man and you can follow him on instagram and the website and facebook and he's sharing literally how do you set up a facebook ad how do you set up call tracking what do you say in your sales script what do you do for a new home listing what do you like how to do every single thing and there's tons of other real estate agents that are sharing exactly how they do that so if you're a real estate
0: agent you're going to follow what the other successful real estate agents are doing. We will be right back after this short break. This episode is sponsored by the newly released book, The Entrepreneur Mindset Shift Growth Characteristics of Success by Robert C. Peterson. Available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at add value the number two, life.com. Add value to life.com forward slash shift. If you enjoy the show, please like, and subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. Let's say you're a dentist
1: and you drill teeth for a living. Then you wouldn't necessarily trust someone like me. I'm not a dentist, but you might know Glenn Vo, who's a successful dentist and has 30,000 dentists that follow him. Wow. You're a dentist and you're going to want to follow what other dentists are sharing on exactly how. They hire dental hygienists, exactly how much they charge, exactly how they do their marketing, exactly how they reward their employees, every, you know, where they order their supplies from. Every little thing you're going to study from someone else who we call as a lighthouse. The lighthouse is a senior person in your industry that has done the thing that you are looking to do, not a digital marketing agency, not some consultant, not someone who claims that they know how to magically get Google to put you on the first page or some nonsense like that, but you're gonna talk to a peer. And I believe if it's not a peer, then that person you're talking to probably just wants your money, (laughs) right? Imagine that you are a cardiologist, you're Dr. Philip Ovadia, and you just wrote a book called Stay Off My Operating Table, and you've done 10,000 heart surgeries, super well-known. Maybe Dr. Oz is like more well-known than Philip Ovadia, but he's like right up there at the very top. If you're a cardiologist, You're going to want to talk to someone like Dr. Philip Ovadia because he is a really well-known cardiologist. You're not going to talk to your mom or your best friend or who has an opinion or your girlfriend has an opinion on what you should do. No. If you're a cardiologist wanting to be a better cardiologist, you're going to talk to the best cardiologist in the field. If you want to be an influencer, you're a young adult and you want to be an influencer. You want to get 20 million YouTube subscribers, 20 million TikTok, 20 million Instagram. Are you going to follow me? I have only 10,000 on Instagram. I have only 70,000 on Twitter. I'm not not an A-list celebrity influencer. So I have no right to be giving you advice on something I haven't done before. Mm. But if you're a young adult and you wanna be an influencer, then the number one influencer for young adults is Jake Paul. So when Jake Paul says, hey, this is how you start a YouTube channel. This is how you produce something on Snapchat. Are you more likely to listen to him? Is he more credible than Robert Peterson or Dennis Yu? Clearly. So for all you entrepreneurs out there, what is your goal and who is the lighthouse that has done the thing that you want to do? And the odds are that person will mentor you, or at least they'll give you content for free. They'll even talk to you for five minutes for free. They're probably publishing all this stuff on YouTube and their website and a book for free. You can get all that kind of stuff. And then maybe they have a coaching program. Maybe there's something you can pay for, but the majority of what's on the internet is free. So why don't people find who their lighthouse is that has done the very thing that they want to do and follow and do
0: exactly what that person does? Mm. Right? Yeah. It sounds, it sounds almost too simple. But why aren't people doing it? That's the good question. I think, uh, Darren, Darren Hardy would say that they, that they're not the driven ones. They want a shortcut. Right. The microwave culture wants the microwave answer. That's right. Well, you get microwave food. So, you mentioned the, the the mission to create jobs, and mm-hmm. and I know this is this is a worldwide mission. Your desire is is to serve the world, and 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 I I, I see that as contribution, right? You you want to create a, a legacy yeah. and and make a a huge impact, right? Make a huge mm-hmm. difference in the world. What is what is the impact of creating a million jobs?
1: Well, think about this. So we coached thousands of digital marketing agencies and I'm a partner in a number of agencies. And I demonstrated that I could grow an agency from nothing to seven years, which today is not a big deal because one or two big clients and you're already a million bucks a year, right? And I found that as I was growing my digital agency and then we get a client like a Nike or a Starbucks or a psychotherapist or whatever, we get these clients. I couldn't service all of them. For the first few clients, I could do it myself because I was a consultant. But then once you get the 20 clients and 30 clients, You gotta hire people. And so by hiring people, you can't just hire random people because a lot of people they may claim they know digital marketing and they don't. (laughs) You have to train them. So we were forced into the training business because in order for us to grow and all the agencies that we advise to be able to grow, they needed to hire staff, competent staff, meaning they needed to take kids that were coming out of college but maybe didn't know what they want to do or virtual assistants in the Philippines or folks in Pakistan who have a cell phone but really don't know, they speak English, but they don't really know much about digital, but if we train them up and they can make $500 a month full time, which is 13 bucks a day, then they're very happy, right? Imagine you're paying somebody two bucks an hour and they're very happy to work for two bucks an hour and go through your training to qualify, to get good at a certain set of tasks. For this million jobs mission, we're already a quarter of the way there.
0: Mm.
1: We've already created 250,000 jobs. My buddy, John Jonas, started onlinejobs.ph many years ago. And we have 2 million Filipinos on that site. It's the world's largest virtual assistant website. It's absolutely fantastic. And a lot of us in America or Western, you know, Canada, which is kind of, I consider very similar. (laughs) We want to grow our businesses. And of course, we want to hire American or hire Canadian or hire our friends in the UK. But we still need virtual assistants to do some of the stuff that frankly is, you know, our, is not worth our time, but it still needs to be done. Stuff that can be done at $2, $3, $5 an hour by people who are very happy to do those things. So we see the majority of the job growth actually occurring overseas. And I know we'd like to call them virtual assistants because that's what we've called them the last 20 years. Now the new term is the international workers, right? So we like to grow our international workers. And a lot of our agencies are learning how to hire their first virtual assistant. And I just love seeing these notes come in. Every day I see notes coming in from agencies that have hired their first virtual assistant using our training. And when they do, they're growing their agency and that's honoring our mission of creating jobs.
0: Well, that's fantastic. And and for for the folks listening, when you say they're happy at 2 to $3 an hour, $5 an hour, what you're compensating typically is significantly higher than what they could earn at home. Yeah,
1: what is the average... Filipino make full-time college degree, right? Maybe they're driving the downtown Manila, which is called Makati, which is the business district. They're making $380 a month. That doesn't even cover the cost of gas and parking. And then they have to have enough money to take care of their families. You know, they have a couple kids, that kind of thing. On like, How far would you get Robert on $380 a month?
0: About half a day, probably.
1: Yeah. I mean, one, one nice restaurant meal and then you know, that's it. (laughs) If you eat at some of the places I like to eat at. (laughs) So we, I'll tell you a story. I remember it was my birthday and a bunch of team members decided on their own accord, they were going to surprise me for my birthday. And they all recorded little videos on if Dennis was a thing in my room, what would he be? And he's he's my watch. And he's my pen or he's my, you know, teddy bear. Cause he's so soft and cuddly or, you know, so they, they made this compilation and I was just, I cried actually, I don't cry very often. And I took this video and I shared it to Facebook and I said, I'm so grateful for our team in the Philippines. Cause they're like a family to me. And here's my buddy, you know, one, he started at $3 an hour and now he's at $12 an hour. And he's been with us for six years and he's absolutely wow. fantastic. He's He's so smart. I just—it doesn't even matter whether he's in the Philippines. He's just amazing. Okay, he's just loyal and smart, gets stuff done. And I made this post on Facebook honoring a couple of these folks, and then the guy who runs social customer care for Walmart. So, for, on behalf of Walmart, they're handling all the responses on Facebook and Twitter and whatever. He's got a team of. A lot, like <laughs> a lot that just because you can imagine people complain about Walmart. They have, you know, there's like things that happen with Walmart. Walmart doesn't exactly have the best reputation. Okay. That's, a, that's a pretty big, pretty big monster to keep right. I think with. he had like 300 people. So this guy, Mark, who runs social customer care for Walmart, commented on my post and he said, How dare you take advantage of third world labor? You're exploiting third uh-huh. world workers in the Philippines paying them just a few dollars an hour when people in the United States doing that same thing, video editing, building websites, transcriptions, running ads, people in the United States doing that, that's $50 an hour, right? And, I, and he said, like, how much is that in the United States? And I said, yeah, probably 50 bucks an hour for something like that, and I'm paying a lot less. But then John Jonas, who's the founder of this huge job site came in, and these other people, you know, Chris Ducker came in, All the other folks who were kind of like the legends in online marketing came in and started commenting on that post. And then a bunch of team members started commenting, saying, if it weren't for Dennis and what he's doing, I wouldn't have a job. I'm so grateful. All the training I've gotten, I've been able to move from $3 an hour to $5 an hour, you know, and it's great. So all these, I had hundreds of comments come in and defend me. And meanwhile, this guy, Mark from Walmart kept saying, yeah, but you're taking away American jobs and you're hurting the American economy. And how dare you? Because people in America need to be, you know, you should be. And look, I'm as, and I said, I'm as American as the next guy. I was born in Dayton, Ohio.
0: Let's talk about, let's talk about their supply chain.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, people glass houses, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty tough, tough thing to justify when you're, you know, 80% of your supply chain comes from yeah, yeah, China and I took and, that thing. I for
1: I took that Facebook post and I said, "Dude, you're in charge of social media at Walmart, okay? You should know better. You're not just some random person. You you know what the impact of social media is. If anybody should know, I took that post and it. And by the way, I did give him a chance to. I said, you know, you you, you can still take it back. You know, it's just like Will Smith. You slap somebody, you can still take it back. <laughs> you, you still have a chance to try to make good about it. And are are you just going to like double down and like dig in deeper and deeper? And he so he decided he was going to dig down deeper. And he said, I know what I'm talking about, you don't. And I said, okay, I'll tell you what. So I took that post, then I went to LinkedIn and I tagged his boss at Walmart. And I said, so just want to make sure, like read this whole thread and you'll see that this guy who represents Walmart and has 300 people that work on his team, this is Walmart's official position on virtual assistants in the Philippines. Because you can see when the guy's commenting, you can see this guy says, you know, director of social whatever at Walmart, right? Three days later, he was fired,
0: and and rightfully so. I, I think there's a big misunderstanding. You know, I've had the advantage to live overseas and understand employment overseas, and 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 even our family had a maid overseas, and and it wasn't because we needed a maid; it was because it was an opportunity to give somebody a job. Yeah, and and they love it, and it's, good, it's a good thing. And that our maid from Columbia, their daughter is still our family friend. I speak to her weekly on on. Uh, Snapchat and, and, and I mean, what's happened and we have regular okay. conversations and she's got, yeah. she's got two kids that are growing up and I'm, you know, they're a part of our family. It, yeah. And, and it was simply, it started because their mom helped clean our house. And it was yeah. really because we wanted to give a, a job and support the local, local yeah. economy. Um, and so supporting, yeah, I think th- the big misunderstanding is this idea that we could pay equal wages and, and, and that's obviously that's just not how it works. And it, They don't expect that, (laughs) and so just
1: just like this podcast, we want to add more value, right? So don't you, you and I shouldn't be competing for jobs that are three dollars an hour. We should be doing jobs that are three hundred dollars an hour.
0: Absolutely, and that three hundred dollars an hour allows us to pay not just employees here in the U.S., but international employees that are doing the tasks that are either too menial, right? Not menial in a negative way, but just repetitive, right? Those yeah. repetitive tasks yeah. that you can pass on to somebody else. Yeah. You know, I mean, Walmart's done the same thing with automation, right? Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're automating those things that we can with international workers. And I think that's that's fantastic. Yeah. You mentioned gratitude in in the birthday gift that, that you received. Share me a little bit more about the value of gratitude for you and, and how that impacts your role as a leader and your role as, as an entrepreneur.
1: Gratitude is everything. Gratitude drives your why. Gratitude drives how you share. Gratitude drives how you connect with other people. Gratitude is where you have power. That's how you overcome fear. Robert, I would love to talk more about this. There's so many other things that we can talk about. I've got to jump on another podcast. I know you do.
0: <laughs> Dennis thank you it's so awesome much for
1: time me. with you. I appreciate you. Take
0: yeah I appreciate you. Thanks for sharing today and just look forward to connecting again in the future.
1: Yeah. I'd love to see what you guys think too. Let us know in the comments.
0: If you enjoyed the show, please like subscribe or leave a review. We have a free gift for you at addvaluemindset.com. That's ADD value mindset.com. We've collected some of the best mindset secrets shared by successful entrepreneurs on our podcast, and we want to give them to you for free. ADD value In our next episode, Donna Daytow is a success catalyst. She will help you get beyond realistic results. And she shares all the formulas and tools for changing not just how you think, but what you think.